It's Therapist Tierra. Come on in and have a seat. Okay, so last week we took a little bit of a break and laughed a little. Y'all, we needed it. Over the course of this series, we've spent some time focusing on trauma in the family from the mother's perspective and the daughter's perspective. We've also spoken about how we can work together to equip the church. Now, if you're listening and you're working towards healing, I need you to know that you're making progress. Have you scheduled an appointment with a therapist yet? Okay, let's chat. So trauma can be heavy, especially when you're actually doing the work. Did you grow up in church, though? Were you hurt by church folk? Were you traumatized in childhood and then overchurched? Have you ever felt like the church let you down? Are you angry with God? Have you ever been angry with God or felt like he wasn't there to protect you? Y'all, let me tell you, this is the topic we are talking about today. Just perspectives as it relates to when we're angry with God. Now listen here, there are people all over whose perspective of God is negatively impacted because of a cognitive distortion. If you're feeling convicted, come on, leak arms with me, and I need you to get in alignment. You see, whether it's you or someone that you know, the decision to stop talking to God has the ability to increase symptoms of depression and anxiety, especially when your foundational experiences were rooted in the faith. Now, let me tell you, cognitive distortions will have you believe in a lie and then cutting up with folks that are genuinely trying to help you out. All right, now, let's talk. Now, let me tell you something. Cognitive distortions is in just one of my topic favorites. Y'all, whether I'm in an individual session or in groups, I go above and beyond to help people to understand what cognitive distortions and how they impact um, the individual look like, okay? So let's look at cognitive distortions again. It is when we choose to believe a lie. Now, if you grew up in church, then you already know who the father of lies is, okay? People who have experienced deep hurts tend to view trust as a top, top, tip, tip, top priority. I agree. Trust is a great foundation of any relationship. That's why it's imperative that we call out the lies within our own mindsets. Now, let's look at it from the perspective of church hurts. Some years ago, it was found out that a pastor was doing some stuff he ain't have no business doing. There were some people who refused to go back to that church and any church to pray or to take their children to church because of what that pastor did at his church. The cognitive distortion was that pastors messed, that pastor messed up. So therefore, all pastors messed up. Let me say that again. The cognitive distortion is that that pastor messed up. So therefore, all pastors mess up. And who does that impact? When, when we choose to have that perspective, it's you as the individual and the next generation. 
When you disqualify the positive in your life, you negatively impact the perspective of even the little ones around you. Why? Because they are watching you. It was the pastor that messed up, not God. So don't be like, I ain't going to his house because all pastors messed up. Let me ask you a question. Do you know all pastors in the world? That'll be a negative ghostwriter. Now, if you're a person of faith, it's all good. You still have breath in your lungs. Just be like, hey, God, and it's all good, okay? Now I get it. Deuteronomy says that God will never leave you. But in the midst of your trauma, you're like, but where was God, yo? So in processing our trauma, there tends to be two voices, at least. Especially when we've had cognitive distortions for a long time, and that's been our norm. So there's this one voice that is a good voice. And then the other voice, well, it's like the first, one of the first cousins to the father of lies. And again, we know who the father of lies is. So let me try to explain it this way. Do you remember watching Saturday morning cartoons? Think back to uh, Donald Duck. There were times I remember him scratching his chin, appearing as if he was in the process of making a major decision. He would have the devil version of himself on one shoulder and then the angel version of himself on the other. If you have experienced trauma or even a deep hurt and you struggle with letting go or seeing the positive, then hear my heart, there are two sides within that will never agree. One is trying to get you to believe the truth while the other is trying to get you to believe the lie. A lot of times when there's been extensive hurt and trauma, it becomes imperative that you sit with a professional that is bound by confidentiality, y'all. Sometimes that is there to help you to heal rather than get offended by what you share. So in the 2018 article talking about God with trauma survivors, it reads that severe chronic childhood trauma commonly results in a set of negative core self-beliefs. Okay, let me say that again. That it commonly results in a set of negative core self-beliefs. These include blaming of the self for the abuse, feeling unworthy and unlovable, believing that the world would be better off if one committed suicide, and believing that one does not deserve peace or happiness. Y'all, is not outside of the norm for one to feel like they are not worthy of God's love or that God wanted them to be abused. It's also not outside of the norm for the individual to feel that they can avoid God's judgment if they step away from church services. The article, it goes on to share that distorted negative beliefs about God keep the person stuck in anxiety and depression. The purpose of addressing the cognitive errors about God is not to change the person's religion, nor is it to align the person with the therapist's religious beliefs. Nope, 
Its purpose is to correct negative core beliefs about the self, which are stated as beliefs about God. Now, does that make sense? All right now, so let me take off my therapist hat and I'm going to put on my church lady hat. There, it's on. Y'all, the devil is a liar. Okay, let me put my therapist hat back on real quick. (laughs) Okay, we have to restructure these cognitive distortions, y'all, and focus on truths. When we focus on truths, we can heal. Yes, it's easier said than done. I get it. Believe me, more than you know. This is why I don't want you to limit yourself to just listening to this podcast. Yep, I said it. I've said it before and I will say it again. I want everybody healed, okay? By all means necessary, okay? Trust and believe the healing process takes effort though. And if you're sitting here in session and you're like, but I'm not ready to see a therapist. I get it. There is so much grace, but I want you to consider this. So there's this timeless book that will change your perspective. It's by Joyce Meyer. Yes, the ultimate church lady. (laughs) She's a good one too, okay? She wrote this book years ago called The Battlefield of the Mind. Let me say that again. The Battlefield of the Mind of the mind. Let me tell you, wrap yourself in a thick blanket with a bowl of hot soup. Let me tell you, this book is mm-mm good. If you've read this book before, I'd like to encourage you to read it again. It's one of those books that require us to check back in and in different seasons of our lives, okay? And let me tell you this, If you're a new mom like me and you're like, I don't have time to read this book, I want you to take a little time, go to YouTube and type in the battlefield of the mind, comma, Joyce Meyer, and just sit and listen to one of her sermons while you're washing the dishes, changing diapers or feeding your baby. Okay. It's so good. The the, the drippings of his goodness will, will just go into the mind of your baby. Okay. Okay, so you might be looking around um, on whether it's the Psychology Today website or looking at your insurance and you're like, I can't find a Christian therapist. That's okay. That's okay. If you look me up, I am not listed anywhere as a Christian therapist, okay? Um, I do that because I found that people who are angry with God they don't tend to go and see Christian therapists. Why? Because they're angry with God. So I can't tell you how many times I've been in an initial session and a person is sitting in my chair and they're talking and they're like, I just got one more question to ask you, Tier. And I'm like, what's up? Go ahead, shoot, you know, go ahead and ask. And they're like, are you a Christian? I'm like, yes, indeed. Yeah. I like to keep the environment professional. So in saying that, I don't want anybody to sit in my chair and be like, I got to be 
holy holly to, to sit in her chair and, and to share. Nope. So I'm going to tell you this. There are thousands of therapists across the world who may not identify as a Christian. Uh, just when you sit in the chair for the first time, ask the question. And if there's something you feel comfortable with, sit there. They may not be a Christian therapist and that's okay. I'll tell you my very first experience with sitting in the chair, I sat with somebody who was not a believer in the least bit, but I found myself more comfortable, so comfortable with that individual. I was able to openly share. So I need you to, to, to remember your roots, especially if you're a believer, if you grew up in church. Remember your roots, especially if you were hurt by the church. Then remember this. It was them that hurt you, not God. Be encouraged on this journey and get healthy. On a final note, if you haven't been to church a while or watched service, service lately, on TV, it's all good. Trust and believe. You don't have to wait till Sunday to listen to a sermon. Remember, the goal is for you to get healthy so that your generation can also be healthy. Bye. Hey there, it's Therapist Tierra. And if you enjoyed this podcast, click subscribe and share it with one person. You can find this podcast and others by searching at Therapist Tierra on Apple and Spotify. You know what? I'm on just about any other podcast platform right now. <laughs> Let's agree to break these generational patterns together. See you soon. Bye.